Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hey there, welcome to another episode. This is Shane Craddock here on The Inner Edge. I hope wherever you are listening to this in the world, that you're safe, that you're healthy, that you're in a good mood. Um, Hopefully by the end of the next couple of episodes, uh, you might have a different value or appreciation for your mood. And that's what I'm going to explore today. And I think maybe for the next one, if not two episodes, we'll see how we go. Um... I think most people in my experience, certainly before I I meet them or the clients that I work with, they don't always connect the dots or they haven't connected the dots to their mood and their performance and to their thinking. Um, And and for me, as hopefully I can explain a little bit for you, I see your mood or what I would also call your state. Um, has been interchangeable, but I've seen it has been a key variable in in not just success and performance, but also clarity and peace of mind and enjoyment. Now, most people, I think when we're talking about this, in my experience, and I've come from this myself, is they're obsessed with techniques. Like, tell me a technique or a habit that I need to work on. And <clears throat> that does have some effect, some positive effect, but it's limited. And I think the world is obsessed in general Certainly the, the leadership, personal development, professional development world is obsessed with technique, obsessed with habit, um, all the best-selling books around that. But they have, they do help, but they have big limitations, in my experience, as somebody who has been obsessed with that area and then realized, oh, I was hitting a, a plateau or a ceiling. What's more interesting now to me, and has been for the last few years, is uh, finding the principles behind what drives success, behind what drives clarity. Once you understand the fundamental first principles of anything, um, it's, it tends to be universally true regardless of the circumstances. So while a technique might hit a limit, a principle generally doesn't. In fact, actually, once you understand a principle in any field, you can create kind of unlimited techniques. So <clears throat> for this episode, I suppose a key point I'm going to say is, first of all, is that your mood or your state is a key variable in your success and in your clarity and levels of enjoyment, levels of purpose. Now, um, if you're new to what I do, or maybe even if you know me, maybe you don't know this, I originally came from the world of engineering, believe it or not. And so I did biochemical engineering, um, uh, a degree in biochemical engineering in University College Dublin. Loved it, loved my class, um, but obviously, I didn't really stay in it. Now, in my mind, I'm still in engineering. I'm just kind of in people engineering is what I do. But when when we were studying one of the subjects in chemical engineering, fluid dynamics, where you're understanding how do you leverage the nature of fluids so that we can use them or harness them. So, for example, aerodynamics would be, uh, I think, a subsection of that. And it would be things like gravity and thrust, you know, friction, things like understanding those principles and even pressure allows you then to create this miracle of flying, of of flying this very heavy plane, this incredibly heavy uh, vehicle 
and it defies apparently logic and it can fly now with thousands of miles. But that's because some people went to the trouble of trying to understand what are the fundamental principles um, that are underneath, that are almost lying within nature. And once you respect those principles, then you can do amazing things. And that is what human ingenuity has allowed us to do. We leverage what exists in reality as principles and away we go. Now, um, it's for a different conversation, but I am obsessed with exploring the principles around our inner performance, our inner game. Now, um, within your mood or your state, there are four key categories. You may know this already from if you know me at all, but you're no harm to get a refresher, says you. So they are physical, there's your body, there's mental, there's emotional, and then there's spiritual. Now, I like to refer to a mood or state. Uh, I use an Irish word called niart, N-E-A-R-T, pronounced as an Irish Gaelic word, niart. Now, niart, um, in an English translation, would translate into a kind of a combination of vitality, vigor, strength. And I like it, apart from the fact that I'm Irish, it also applies to me a little bit more dynamism. It's like a the warrior spirit. That's how I interpret it. So when my niart is high, I perform better. I'm better all around. I, I'm better fun to be around. My mood is up. That's the way I use it. So I have a framework that I call the Nyart Star. This is my warped sense of humor. If you know me, you'll understand. So obviously people have heard of the North Star. You know, navigators use that. And North Star is used in, in leadership as kind of a synonym for purpose. So Nyart Star is the Irish, is the my way of talking about that's the center of your state, your mood. And then yard stars are framework to remember it. So if you see physical on the left, mental on the on the top where north would be, in the eastern position would be emotional, and in the south would be spiritual. There's no relevance to where they are in the star. They're all in, interconnected. If I pull one, it affects the other. Now, um, obviously, you could say, well, look, mental links to, marriage, to emotional, links to spiritual. It also affects your physical. They all, they all affect each other. I'm not going to spend time on this particular audio going through all the details of the subsections of each of those, of which there are many. But I just want to point out that your nart or your state or your mood is a bit like the Irish weather. Now, if you're Irish, you know what I mean. If you're not Irish, you've never been here. Let me just explain very quickly. When you are go outside in Ireland, it's even happening today. I woke up this morning and it was, I'd say, I don't know, it was very sunny blue skies. And already within three hours, now there's no sun, no blue sky. It's all cloudy and it's windy. It was calm, now it's windy. So when, you, when you're when you Irish, you kind of know that no matter what day of the year it is, especially in the middle of summer, <laughs> summer season hasn't, I'm recording this on the, what is it, the 25th of June. Summer really hasn't started here. Where it's very hit and miss. It's not looking too good at the moment. Anyway, it says my inner voice. But your mood is like the Irish weather. It's very changeable. And it's always changing. Some countries, maybe the weather is very consistent, not in Ireland. It, it's always changing. And what you've got to think about here and just think about your own experience, what I always point out to my clients is, well, first of all, do you realize that whatever you're feeling is directly related to your thinking? So if you're feeling off, it's because you're thinking stuff that's making you feel off. If you're feeling good, it's probably because either A, you're not really thinking, or B, you're thinking good things. Now, most people don't realize the importance of their state, their nart. Because when your nart is up, it's high. You tend to see things differently. Problems don't stick to you in the same way. You don't get as stressed over situations. You don't react in the same way. You don't beat yourself up in the same way. Now, contrast that when your mood is low. Everything is heavy. You tend to be more critical of yourself. You listen to your voice more. You just get down on yourself. It's just everything becomes a drag. So wouldn't it be 
useful or powerful to be able to manage your state proactively as opposed to being the victim of it. And that uh, I'm, I'm here to say that that's possible. That's essentially one of my main interests and I've, I've been able to figure out how to do that more consistently. So it is totally possible. Um, and then the other mistake that people make is that when the clouds come in inside you, as in like everybody's mood is going to drop at some point, no matter who you are. That's my experience of working with people and seeing it myself. Plenty of experience of my own mood dropping. You know, but in a way, it's almost like when the clouds come in, what do you do? Most people actually, do, first of all, if, if they don't realize what's happening, they get, they get caught up with it. So if your mood changes or when your mood changes, your thinking will disimprove. And all of a sudden, maybe you don't like who you're married to. Maybe um, you're worried where you weren't. But you haven't made the link to the inner clouds coming in. And very often then, even if you know that the clouds are there, very often, I've seen this with people who sometimes get a little bit of knowledge, even working with me, and then their mood changes. They make the, the mistake that a lot of people make, which is they get annoyed at themselves. So now they're reacting to their own thinking. And that's why I'll often say to people, it's not our thinking that gets us into trouble. It's our thinking about our thinking that gets us into trouble. Mm. That's one for the ones to think about, isn't it? Um, so for most people, their mood drops when something, when something happens that they don't like. They, they react to it. Somebody says something you don't like, you probably react to it. Uh, maybe you lose a contract, you lose a job. Maybe you don't get a job or a contract or a project or something happens you just don't like. Understandably, you're going to react to it, especially if it's annoying. But do you get stuck in it? Most people seem to if they don't understand the nature of their inner worlds. That's why I'm fascinated with it because for me, I've, I've um, just direct experience, I guess, a lot of experience I've seen, seen this happen to people, but also seen the amazing freedom that can happen when people realize Oh, hold on. You mean I don't have to believe my thinking? And that's very liberating to your mood because otherwise you can get uh, trapped in it. So I suppose here's a question for today for you. What, what is your mood like, first of all? If you're scoring it out of 10, where would it be? 10 is really, you know, top, top mood. Zero is on the floor, depressed. What's your mood like? Now, you're probably, if you're, if you're thinking about this, listening to this, you're more than likely probably in some level reacting to something around you. Maybe business isn't the way you want it to be. Maybe you're not where you think you need to be. Maybe you feel, oh, maybe I'm just not connected or doing work that really means something to me. But have you made the link to how you feel and how you think? You know, for me personally, there are a couple of things that I do. And in the next episode, I am going to talk, um, I'm going to lean into some of the practical stuff you could say in the world of technique that I do, but I just want to talk about the principles first. That's what I wanted to talk about today is that key principle of uh, your mood is, is the fact that it does change all the time, like the Irish weather. It also is held in place by your attention, your attention on your thinking. Now, it is affected by things like exercise, obviously, and uh, what you're reading or how much you're listening to the news. But again, that all, in my mind, relates to the quality of your thinking. And personally, on a very simple level, um, what I do is I just remind myself that I'm in my thinking. If I'm off, it means I'm in my thinking. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I need to step out of that. And then I remind myself that, oh, this is going to pass like clouds if I just let it. Can't predict how long it'll take, but it'll just pass. My job, my number one job is just not to react to it and to make sure that I don't believe all of my thinking. 
And there's a third thing which I'll come to in a second, which is, I think, very important. But just before that, I, I feel, um, I just wanted to mention that a lot of the time our inner script sometimes will tell us or has a habit of certain types of moods or maybe certain types of moods around certain types of people. It's just our inner script. And we just think, well, that's just the way I am or I tend to be like this around this particular person. But if you're really interested, you should be able to disrupt that script. That's possible. And um, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes of this podcast. It should be around whatever platform you're looking at this on. Um, to the webinar that I did with Michael Gerhardt's a few days ago about flip the script. We did a, a webinar, free webinar about how to flip the script. And that comes into your state as well, hugely. And now myself and Michael, have a, we've got a program starting in September. There's an early bird, a strict one with a very generous discount uh, up to the 1st of August. We're only taking 12 people because of the way we're going to do this. It can be a high level of attention for anybody who comes into it. I think it'll be amazing for anybody who comes into it. So that's my mini, 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 mini plug. Um, but if any of this resonates, do lean into it because you won't be disappointed at all. You'll be uh, getting something that's going to give you huge value, not just for this year, but for the coming years, maybe the rest of your life. There you go. So the third thing that I would do, um, and this is a kind of top line level, is I just don't beat myself up. So when I, I was uh, talking to somebody recently who knows a little bit about this because they did my Mindshift program in um, online, it's a live program we're doing in October again. There's there's a second plug. Wow. God, you're really doing it today, Shay. Um, but he was asking me, God, my state's dropped. And this, this is what happens to everybody. They, they think that just by doing the program, their state automatically improves because I, I keep a tight leash on them. Then I let them go because they have to finish. And what the majority will do is they will stop doing what works. And then they go, oh, how do I reset because my state has dropped? And at least they'll have the knowledge of what to do to get back on track. What they haven't figured out perhaps yet is how they just need to maintain that momentum regardless. But the rookie mistake that most people make, and believe me, I've made this many, many times before I kind of realized what I was doing, which was stop beating yourself up about the fact that you're off. Like, what party is beating yourself up? Just stop giving it attention. Let it pass like the clouds. And then what you'll find is that the sun will come out quicker. Your state will change quicker. It'll move back up. So if there was one challenge that I would hope you might take out of this particular audio, and again, I will be doing a, a second, if not a third one about this, um, is the challenge to become a state champion. Become a master of your state. Become a state or a nyart champion. And try and figure out for you what works because everything, everything that you're probably looking for will come out of you being centered in the right state. So I hope that today you got some good food for thought. I'm very open to questions around this because it'll probably shape even some of the content that I might do over the next couple of episodes. So feel free to send me a note. Shane at shanecraddock.com, C-R-A-D-O-C-K.com. Um, okay, bye-bye, ciao.